High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. We always uh, worry about airline flights and tickets. It's it's just an incredibly common discussion. Anyone flying anywhere, uh, the first thing that they'll uh, do is is talk about what they what they paid or what they had to pay. It's uh, it's become incredibly incredibly expensive to travel. What is really going on? So we wanted to try and understand this and get some sense from Gidon Novik. He's the co-founder of Home Suite Hotels and South Africa's newest low-cost airline, Lyft. Gidon, a very good morning. How are you? I'm great, Howard. And you? I am well, thank you. Uh, so it, it's, it, it really has become, and I've noticed it in the business sector as well, that people are taking travel a lot more seriously than perhaps they used to, simply because of the cost. It really has become incredibly expensive to travel. Well, um, Howard, firstly, it's, it's great that people are traveling again. Mm. I think with COVID, uh, many of us, uh, or many people predicted that it was the end of travel and people were just going to do Zoom calls for the rest of their lives and never see well, another human being. Can you think of anything um, else? Yeah. So the, the good thing is that uh, people want to connect with each other, whether Absolutely. it's family, friends, business colleagues. Um, I've got a meeting this morning, a, a whole group of people coming up from coming down from Joburg. Right. Uh, we're meeting in Cape Town, and there's like a sense of excitement around it. We're going to be face-to-face. We're going to be debating things. Um, so so that's, that's what's happened is people are traveling again. Um, interestingly, not quite at the level pre-COVID yet, but uh, still, you know, it's interesting, actually, because yeah. I would have thought, yeah. you know, anecdotally, and maybe it's because there's less flights, but but uh, flights are expensive and they're often and they're often full. So uh, I I guess it's it's a false measure because unless you're comparing availability then to availability now, you can't get that measure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's and it's interesting, you know. Um, I, I think one has to distinguish between domestic flights and mm. international. Um, international has gotten more uh, more expensive, uh, certainly relative to where it was during COVID, where it was actually incredibly inexpensive to mm, fly. Mm. Um, and I think one of the things with airlines is because we change our prices so much, uh, people, you know, it's hard to actually figure out what what is the price, uh, and people naturally anchor on the lowest price. So you know, the lowest price. I paid on a flight to London was 6,000 rand return, and why is it not 6,000 rand mm, return? Well, mm. if it's 6,000 rand return, you can be sure the airline that you flew on or flying on is losing a huge amount of money. Um, just as an example, if you were flying from Johannesburg to Cape Town, if you're paying anything less than 3,000 rand return for your flight, the airline is losing money on you. So obviously there's some people that pay a bit less and some that pay a bit mm, more. Mm. But that's really... You know, a function of the complexity of airline pricing. And lastly, just to say about pricing is that if you book ahead and if you're a bit flexible with your travel times, you will find good deals. And, you know, that applies to domestic and international flights. And one of the things that Lyft did, and not just to punt Lyft, but mm. we figured that if we make it flexible and if we make it easy for people to cancel or change their flight and take away the hassle and the cost of doing that, then flying will become a lot more, a lot less stressful, because one of the big stresses is, you know, I've spent this amount of money. What am I going to have to spend in addition to that if I need to change or cancel my flight? Yeah, that 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 is absolutely true. And have you found that that's been a a big incentive for people to book with Lyft? 
Yeah, it's just, you know, um, I think you're kind of alluding to it. There's, there's a lot of stress around travel. You know, yes. The cost yes. being one of them, flexibility being another. And then obviously there's the whole experience of, of uh, getting to the airport, being at the airport, dealing with your luggage, dealing with security, dealing with boarding, dealing with your overhead locker space, yes. et cetera, et cetera. Um, so we just tried really, really hard. And I mean, I say we, it's the team at Lyft. I'm not very really involved at an operational level at mm. all. Mm. It's just a brilliant team that's doing all the hard work. Um, just try to find all those pain points around flying and uh, take them away. If there's an issue with somebody's baggage, we sort it out. We don't send you to another counter. We don't, you know, surprise you with, you know, huge amounts of money that you have to pay. Um, and so on and so on. The boarding process just moves. You know, we always mm, make mm. sure that we don't have like a quick queue and a slow queue. There's one queue and the queue moves. Um, and we make sure that it moves quickly. Uh, yeah. It, it, and you serve good coffee. But, uh, ah, that's, so, that, and it's so interesting because I recently did fly with Lyft and I thought, like uh, I wouldn't have thought that would have made a difference to me at all, but it actually did. It was it was quite uh, it, it 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 because it's unusual. The other thing as well, and I've just wondered how that's worked, is that your flight attendants aren't dressed in um, I don't know in those those very very rigid. Uh, very rigid type of uniforms that everything is is like almost like uh, the women in a corset. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's much more relaxed and casual. Has that has that been positive? Yeah, very. I mean, you know, these people are working ten hours a day, ten hour days. You know, flying up and down. It's tiring. It's exhausting. They're on their feet. You know, why should they have to wear clothes that are uncomfortable mm. and, and stifling? And, uh, you know, and why can't they look cool and look nice? Well, you know, they don't have to look all formal and, uh, and dressed up. So right. it's all those small things, you know, that all add up. And at the end of the day, it's an experience that you're trying to create. Yes. The experience starts with, with the crew, how they feel. Do they want to be there? They do. They want to be, right. they want to be at work. They enjoy being there. And you feel it when you walk onto the plane or when you arrive at the airport, you feel like you're dealing with people that They'd want to be doing what they're doing, and that makes a huge difference. It, uh, it really does. It's unfortunate all we have time for. In fact, no, before you go, let me just ask you one quick question. Sure. Is, 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 you know, you talk about things having come back not to the same extent. What do you see the trend? Is, is, are we even given the high prices? Or is travel going to be increasing, or yeah. have we hit that sort of a plateau point? No. People are going to travel. I mean, before COVID, there was a massive 10-year um, exponential growth in, mm. in global travel. You know, the Chinese starting to travel, the Indians, etc. So, so this trend of people really spending their money on experiences rather than products, I think, is a massive, a massive trend globally. Young people are looking for experiences. Yeah, over treasure. things, and, no question. And travel is one of those. I mean, what a what a thing to be able to be in a different place and experience a different environment. Very it's, uh, interesting. Something very special. So I think it's yet to stay. Gidonovic, co-founder of Home Suite Hotels in South Africa's newest low-cost airline, Lyft at 701. Good morning.